Hi! <laughs> hey guys, Chimdi here again, and you're welcome to another episode of The World's a Spectrum. So I know I keep ghosting, and I'm not... <laughs> I'm not as consistent as I should be, um, but you know what? Um, I don't feel like I need to explain myself to you guys. So, okay, that's a like. <laughs> the sad truth is just hella cliche, you know. Uh, there has been a lot happening over the past few weeks, months, and you know, a lot of it has been quite triggering for a lot of people. And honestly, I, I hope you guys are just, you know, hanging in there guarding your mental health <sighs> man i don't even know what to say because you know all of this is so important like so important to not take serious it's this is an advice for myself as well because sometimes i just catch myself slipping and it's really kind of crazy anyway um i really don't want to make this episode too long so i'm just gonna get right to it uh yeah on this episode I'm going to talk about, um, or I'll be talking about sexual assault, but I'll be focusing on kids. Before I continue, I just like to say that if this, like, if conversations surrounding child molestation and you know child abuse, sexual abuse generally trigger you, you should probably stop listening right now. You know, just protect your mental space, okay? Uh, yeah. Uh, back to the topic. I realize how sensitive the topic of sexual assault is and how triggering it can be for victims and you know over the last few months basically for like a big part of this year so far there has been like a lot of like these conversations I see like a lot I'm sorry <laughs> there has been a lot of these conversations like surrounding sexual assault I just do it again yikes um yeah there have been people coming out to call out their abusers even from like years back uh, people reopening old wounds and having, you know, ignorant humans pick at those wounds and question um, the authenticity authenticity of all of it and all these emotions from both old and more recent trauma. But something that really hit me differently was, um, you know, this. Uh, there was a period, like the peak period of like the whole when it was really like we. I think they were like this was a trend, not. I don't know how to not really a trend trend like but like it was a trending topic basically where people were really talking about rape and calling out um um sexual assaults abusers sexual <laughs> abusers basically people calling out their abusers and there was like a thread I think it was a thread at some point yeah and um where people where mostly women basically were coming out to say the ages and events where the abuse took place like you see i was eight it was my uncle i was 10 it was my priest you know so um i was i was i was six i was in my mom's shop or something like that you know so many tweets and posts just like that and i think it was i don't know i, I think it was a treasure <laughs> yeah and trust me Sha. There was a lot there was a lot of people that had to say all those things and guess what there are so many people that didn't even come out to say their own story so many people that didn't say anything about their own rape or sexual assault um trauma so many people that have never actually spoken about the things that plague them like the the trauma that they've had to go through at any point in their life you know because not everybody is 
able to just like not everybody's ready yet to reopen these old ones so i it really really hit me and i really thought a lot about it so i decided i wanted to talk about sexual assault but i wanted to focus this on children because while i can't say we don't talk about it i don't feel like we talk about it enough you know and while i've really thought a lot about this topic i figured that i an aspiring psychologist probably wouldn't know as much as i'd like to think i don't like i don't know as much as i'd like to think i don't know facts i don't know like i haven't really studied um the human mind like actual psychologists with a degree and license and everything so yeah i mean i have takes i have opinions and all of that but that's just my point of view and everybody has takes and opinions so i decided i wanted to talk to a professional and i went on twitter and i that was like that was like months ago that was in june july <sighs> bro that's like four months ago it's, hmm. it's 11 july yeah that's about shit this is embarrassing that's about five months ago <laughs> that's about five months ago and um i found this this really awesome person um dr biagili morolake samuel i found her on twitter and yeah she's a psychologist a sex therapist and a naturopathic doctor and she was very willing to indulge me in a conversation about sexual assault and all that um and the thing is i was going to basically use the audio from our zoom call on here because this was about like the, at the end of lockdown that was when we had this conversation so we couldn't actually meet to talk but we had a zoom call and the sound quality was shit was awful because <laughs> the network was messy so i decided to just summarize the conversation and make the points directly here basically i like we, we had like we we're able to agree on a lot of things but having somebody with a professional background back me on these things were sort of helpful so i'm just going to start with a common situation which i like to assume we've all encountered somehow uh probably through news or social media or something basically a person in most cases a woman will get like get assaulted sexually people hear about it and ask questions like questions like <laughs> and ask questions like what did she wear um what time why was she out by that time why was she out so late at night why did she let him into her house why did she go to his house you know like that kind of thing and you think that at this point we would have gotten past some of these questions because i mean listen this is 2020 guys like we've <sighs> it's quite shameful and i know we're not like that ignorant because i know we see the people who put on the most conservative clothes do all the most morally upright things and still somehow get assaulted like from the minor from minor things like um sexual harassment at the workplace or in church or just like some random guy like um catcalling you in public or trying to touch you inappropriately or somebody on the bus so basically people actually assaulting like actually raping the person and I know we see the news. I know we hear about the two months old and the four-year-olds that get assaulted by the very people who are supposed to be protecting them. You know, like the parents, your family members. I mean, tell me, what exactly could a child have done differently to repel these predators? Because 
I, I, I've asked myself this question a couple of times and I can't seem to come up with a suitable answer because it doesn't make any sense to me. It never did. It never will. I mean, to be honest, I guess that most of these things aren't things we can see from a distance or want to see in the first place. Uh, I mean, like, while we spoke, Dr. Rennie mentioned a situation with her mom's clients whose um, grandson was, uh, who found out that his grandson was being assaulted sexually by the driver. I cannot imagine that the parents of this boy, like, didn't see that coming for so many possible reasons, which I can't, I, like, I wouldn't completely go into right now but it sort of takes me to my next point i'm not a parent i have never been the sole guardian or provider of a child and for now i can only imagine what that's like you know because i'm only 21 what do i know but but i'm i'm of the opinion that parents you know do be a bit overprotective sometimes because i mean okay let me let me explain why i said that uh as a parent I'd like to believe that your first instinct is to protect your family and of course the younger they are the more attention or the more yeah the more attention you more you'd be more likely to give yeah 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 okay I like I'd like to believe that though so a lot of people see that the world we live in is a dark place which is why I guess parents put it on themselves to work hard and provide the best for their families which includes security and contributes a lot to why nanny's security yeah nanny security and driver jobs are necessary but you know is that really enough um because okay i had asked dr rolly about what the right age is to start to educate a child about sexual assault like sex sex education ish i, I guess and she said it's never too early to talk about sexual assault in my opinion, once a child is old enough to comprehend their environment and communicate all of that, it's basically time. I mean, excuse me, I understand the pure intent of trying to keep your child innocent for as long as you can, but at what cost? Because everyone knows that you can't spend every waking moment with your kids and you're gonna have to trust you're gonna have to have to trust somebody else to take care of them once in a while. Because even if you say, okay, I'll be a stay-at-home parent, I'll be a stay-at-home parent and I I would uh, watch my kids 24-7. What about when you have to, I don't know, go outside to turn off the gen or go take a shower or, I don't know, like, you at least have to have somebody watching your kids. So, you know... If we're being honest, the knowledge of sexual assaults and even the knowledge of protective measures that one can take when they encounter a sexual predator doesn't mean, like, it doesn't, um, it doesn't absolve, no, not the right word, crap, I'm stuck, okay. It doesn't, it's not like a surefire, like, procedure that you take to make sure a person doesn't, you know, get abused, because you can, like, a person can still get abused even with the knowledge of how to protect themselves or what is abuse or what abuse is. Ugh. I'm sorry, forgive me. I'm a bit rusty. <laughs> but, um, you know, if you ask me, uh, if you ask me why I think it's really important to educate kids as soon as possible about sexual assault, I'll tell you this. Most of the children who become victims of sexual assault are assaulted by people they know. 
people who somehow make them feel comfortable, people who have a friendly face, people who they may consider a family. Um, so when you're talking about, when I'm talking about educating your kids, I don't exactly mean telling them, oh, don't t- don't let uncle touch you here, don't let uncle see your bum, don't uh, don't let. Or don't sit on uncle's lap or something like that. I mean, like, communicating with them in a way that is specific to your child. Letting them know that it's not okay for anyone to linger around their private parts. Or even actually around any parts of their body. Because why? Personal space is so important. I love seeing kids. I love seeing kids that actually love their personal space. Because I have to respect that shit. Like, I just see it as, okay, good for you. I'd respect that. Because, damn, I don't know. There are so many ways that these things can happen and there are probably ways like there are probably like ways that people can get assaulted that we are not aware of right now like i don't think that makes sense because each day with each person's experience with each new story you hear you hear something different like you hear things that are like how could somebody even do this how could you think about this like how could you think about it talk less of actually doing it you know so you come across so many different cases and you're just like in awe like not awe awe is a good thing you're shocked you're shook like how what kind of monster would you be to hurt somebody who is so harmless or anybody to be honest why why like why can't you just you peace and be happy but you know unfortunately bad people exist and people who do bad things exist and yeah I mean, it's very important that we, like, I can't say we, I don't have kids. But it's very important that you listen to your kids. Like, I mean, listen to your kids, especially when they say these silly things. Like, you know, children communicate in ways that are just, like, specific to them. And obviously, they pick things from around. So sometimes they tell you, they give you hints that you're not even aware of. They say these silly things and you're like, oh, Oh, this one just likes to play too much or something like that like did you see it there you just you're just laughing because like oh my god this child is so smart or this child is so cute or well, you watch too much tv or yeah you don't really see it as anything because you're kids but um the truth is a lot of people slip up with kids because they don't think they can pass any information on and we also some, sometimes make the mistake of um actually allowing these things to slide by and i'm not a parent so like i said before i can't this is just like me talking from the point of view of a 21 year old who has never had a kid before i'm literally the last child so i've not even had to take care of a child before but i've been around kids and i've been a kid before not so long ago (laughs) so i mean it's very important that when your child starts to act weird or starts to act differently you have them see a therapist you know when when you think when you try to get across to your child and you can't you have them see somebody a professional not your spiritual leader not your pastor not the elders in your church not the family because these people well i'm not going to talk about that but it's very important that we actually take therapy seriously especially in nigeria you guys are like i like that my generation yes very very proud my generation we are allowing ourselves to actually get help we're allowing ourselves to be more open-minded we're we're actually 
trying to work on ourselves and it's not easy but i like seeing these kind of things and i just hope that people take it more seriously because the trauma never goes away people never forget you can try to push it down deep down and try and forget it because children most times especially depending on the, the situation they kind of like push it back and just like it becomes like this vague memory that like this locked box in the memory that they never actually visit but there are things that could actually trigger these things to just like explode and it's all over the place and you're like what's wrong with this person or anyway another important thing i want to say is you know having your kids know that they are priority and that when they speak you listen and that your idea of a perfect family doesn't come before their perfect their personal safety and i say this because in nigeria a lot of people live with the you know not airing your dirty laundry in public mentality uh they keep it in the family mentality they, let's have a family meeting and get get it over with mentality which is why there are uncles, cousins, aunties, fathers, and even religious leaders who constantly get yeah, because religious leaders sometimes are sort of like family-ish. They sort of like yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they get away with these things with abusing kids, and <sighs> we, we I don't know like I don't know how else to say it, but yeah, it's really upsetting. I personally think it's a very te- um, toxic mentality and I think it needs to die. It needs to die, like, die by fire. But that's just my opinion, so hey. <laughs> um, I guess I've gone, I've gone on for a while now and, like I said, I didn't want this to be a lengthy one. But, well. <laughs> uh, the truth is, the topic of sexual assault is pretty heavy and it's a lot and while I have to, like, I, well, the plan was to have another conversation with Dr. Riley. It should still have me. Um, but, well, nothing is faced in stone right now. So, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, we can work out the way so that you guys can hear our voice this time. <laughs> but in the meantime, I'm just going to stop here. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. I have to say, I put a bit actually a lot of myself <laughs> into creating this episode and i have put it off for so long like a long ass while <sighs> like i literally start working on it and halfway through the beginning i'll automatically come up with a reason to not do it right then i did i did that shit for so long guys five months Wow. Um, But to be honest, I'm really happy to be putting this out. And I'm grateful for Dr. Rodi for giving me her time and helping me to make more sense of some of the things that I've been wanting to say. Basically, like I said before, we agreed on a lot of stuff. But it just helps to have somebody who had, like, you know, professional backing. Yeah. And yeah, I also learned like a few more things from her. So, yeah. Uh, I'm hoping you guys listen to this and share it. Yes, please share it. It would really mean so much to me that I didn't put this out here for just like nobody to listen. I'm open to further discussion on this topic and any other professional view would be appreciated. My social media handles are in the description. So yeah, you can find me there and engage. Anyway, thanks again for listening, guys. Uh, A girl is grateful.
Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the rest of your week. And remember to be good to people every day. Uh, spread love. Stay safe. Uh, hashtag NSARS. I love you guys. Bye.